for this episode of Inconstant, I will be reading out uh, the in well, the preface from um, a book that I found on Gutenberg.org called uh, The Dog and the Fleas by one of the dogs. It was written by Frederick Scrimshaw, and I just found the uh, preface quite powerful, so I hope you enjoy it. Henry Ward Beecher, in a sermon shortly before his death, said America was going through a period of disgrace. This was true, for there had come to pass what the prophetic Lincoln had foretold, that as a result of the war, monopolies had been enthroned, that filled the land with corruption and imperiled the liberties of the people. Today, the period of disgrace is worse than then. For the corrupt tree, which was then bearing so luxuriant a crop, had several more years in which to develop its fruit-bearing capacity. On every hand mammon reigns. His throne has been set up in the very place of sovereignty. His rule is universal and absolute. The price of his favour is a sacrifice of all truth, virtue and honour. Honest, hard work has become the synonym of poverty has become the fixed rule of our civilization, a rule with absolutely no exception. That no one can come to great wealth except by some of the many forms of legal stealing. At his feet all organized institutions bow and worship. Politics are corrupt to the core. Our legislatures, as Beecher used to declare, that of New York, are everywhere the shambles. Where legislators are bought and sold like sheep. Political bosses possess and lord it over the souls and bodies of the chattel voters of the parties with as much brutal a despotism as ever a czar or Kaiser wielded. Legislation favoured monopolists of the various means of the people's life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness are openly and commonly termed kings, lords and barons as though in undisguised contempt of the thinly veiled pretense that this is a republic. Today is fulfilled which 36 years ago was prophesied by Lord Macaulay, that America's public lands all gone, England's poverty would be reproduced in our cities. It is literally true, as he foretold, that in Chicago there is a multitude of people none of whom has had more than half a breakfast or expects to have more than half a dinner. Our daily crop of common theft, murder, suicide and insanity is probably greater than that of any other country. While the crop of respectable, pious and educated scoundrelism, embezzlement, fraud and crime was probably never paralleled in the worst days of the worst monarchy that ever existed. Thousands of our daily newspapers the country over have little else than to record the universally abounding venality, corruption and wickedness with which to fill their columns. Business, trade and commerce are nothing less than a chaos of clashing discordant self-interests, a universal war. A pandemonium of knowing, lying, overreaching, cheating and stealing. Patriotism too, 
especially with our so-called upper classes, has become almost universally a livery of heaven to serve the devil in. And is the particular characteristic of the hypocritical scoundrels whose whole business in life it has been to trade on the necessities of the government and to make money out of wholesale theft of the public domain. The sale of liberties of the people and the bonding and mortgaging of the future products of their labour, even onto the grandchildren of generations here unborn, to the leeches and loafing non-producers of every foreign country. The land is full of such worse than Benedict Arnold's. Blatant hypocrites they are, who Judas-like ostentatiously kiss the flag and worship the Republic today, but are ready at any convenient moment to haul down one and overthrow the other for an extra 5% dividend on the bondage of the people. The church, as always, is the willing handmaid of the oppressor everywhere, and to suit the wealthy lords who are their chief support preaches a mammamized God, and an insipid, harmless, garbled and unchristlike Christ and in all her wide domain has no real hope or help for the groaning millions but a shadowy future world. For this universal degeneracy the people themselves are wholly to blame. Was it not Montanescu who said all governments are as bad as the people let them be? They are the masters whensoever they will so to be. But they do not will because they are ignorant and asleep. When they shall awake and come to the knowledge of their wrongs, they will have but to command through the ballot box, and they shall cease. We need a new race of Whittiers, Lowells, Phillipses, Lincolns and Garrisons to rouse the people from their lethargy and inspire them to take back their stolen heritage of rights before one last peaceful remedy, the ballot, shall be taken away too, to help open their eyes and to help on that blessed time when this really shall be a government of the people, by the people and for the people, this little book was written. <laughs>